Hey, 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 y'all. It is Destiny Speaks, and I'm so, so excited to come to you guys with another episode on the Empower Her podcast. You guys don't want to miss this episode, so y'all already know what I'm about to say. Go ahead and turn up the volume on your phones. Go ahead and turn me up in your radio. Whatever you're listening to me on, turn it up, because we are about to do what? We are about to go in. Hey girl, hey. Y'all, so it's Sunday and um I just got out of church, so I'm like super super excited. I'm so thankful again um for you guys' support for everybody that's tuning in, for everybody that you know has rated the podcast. Um if you guys have Apple Podcasts, please make sure that you are rating, subscribing so you can stay up to date on the newest episodes, but also Go ahead and leave me a review. I want to know if what I'm saying is touching you, if it's helping you, if you're looking forward to episodes, because everybody who knows me knows that I'm all for making a difference in the next person's life. And so I'm always eager to know if what I'm saying is not laying on deaf ears. So. Again, I'm so super excited, um, you know, to have you guys listening to my voice and actually, you know, taking away from it. So thank you so much. We have hit over 200 plays, you guys, and it hasn't even been a full month that this podcast has been going. Um, so I so, so appreciate you guys more than you will ever know. Um, this episode that we're going to go into, I'm actually It was kind of like I was cleaning up my kitchen and it was almost as if God had dropped this on my spirit, Um, you know, just because I could not get it out of my head. Like, of course, I plan my content ahead. You know, I always know what I'm going to get on here and say. I don't just ever grab a mic or my phone just to be talking to be talking. But, um, you know, in today's episode, I want to talk about the importance of telling your story. What I mean by that is. Some of us have stories that really could help change someone's life. And it's almost as if we're embarrassed about what we've gone through. So we have a tendency to keep quiet. You know, it's like, I don't want to tell my story because what if they look at me like this? What if they think of me like that? And I want to encourage you that if you are in some form of leadership, and even if you aren't, to share your story, being transparent is probably one of the best things that you could possibly do for yourself. I know when I have listened to other people tell me their stories, it has made me feel comfortable, you know, and being okay with what I've gone through. You know, everybody knows majority. If you know me, you know my story. I'm an open book. However, it did take a while for me to get there because I was one of those people that were very ashamed um, of what I had been through. And I was scared. I was scared to, you know, shed light on some of the dark places of my life, of course, because you get to worrying about, okay, well, what about the people that are close to me that played a part in my story? And it wasn't such a good part. You know what I mean? I've even been in the process of writing a book, scared to release it just because I'm like, okay, but what if I make people feel some type of way? But at the end of the day, you know, really, you can't control how somebody's part in your life played out. Because bottom line, at the end of the day, if they're upset that you're telling your story and, you know, their role in it wasn't ideal, they can only be mad at themselves. They controlled the narrative on their end. And so if you're not happy with the role that you played in my life, 
You know what I mean? It is what it is. You can only blame you for that. And I think by hearing other people's stories of transparency, it has really helped me to be comfortable with what I have endured. You know what I mean? And and I've noticed that when I do tell people my story, they become more open. They feel more comfortable. You know what I mean? And it helps them know like, okay, I'm not in this alone. Um, you know, one of the bad things that I guess really happened to me in my life that, um, which was a multitude of things and I didn't understand why God was taking me through them. Um, you know, the first part of my life was, you know, not being raised by my mom. You know what I mean? It's like my mom was there and, you know, but I was raised by my grandparents and I had always felt some sort of like abandonment. Um, you know, like I said, I believe my parents did the best that they could with what they had. Um, but you know, it just kind of saddened me because I feel like me and my mom could be so much closer than what we are, but we don't, you know, we don't have that. I mean, we are working on that slowly, but surely, but growing up, I had abandonment issues. You know, um, I didn't feel pretty enough. And I know I've said this on an episode or two before, I just didn't feel worthy. I didn't feel good enough. I didn't feel um, as if, you know, I was worthy to be loved. You know, it was just a lot of things. And so that led to me being peer pressured by my friends at the time into having sex. Okay, so I end up having sex and then I end up getting pregnant at 16 with my now nine year old son who I love so much and could not even picture life without him. Um, But I was so ashamed being a kid pregnant with a kid. You know, it was like, how do I become a mother? You know, what do I do? It was just all these different thoughts that I had to where I'm pregnant and I'm starting to stress myself out. Because if you're a parent, you know that there is no handbook on parenting. And so it's kind of like you're winging it. So imagine being a child pregnant with a child and then you're just kind of like going with the, the flow of things, but you don't really know what the flow of things are, you know what I mean? Or what it is. And so, um, you know, for those who may be listening, who were teen parents, you know, that feeling, you know, that feeling of anguish, of anxiety, of fear of, am I good enough? Will I be good enough to parent this child? Will I be good enough to help lead this child into the right direction? You know, and then it's like, you're almost scared to fail. Well then, I mean, coming and sitting in my shoes, I've been evicted. I've had to live out of my car. I've had to sleep on people's couches, even as little as four or five years ago. You know, I found myself having to couch hop and my child, I remember him being like five years old and he said, mommy, when will I have my own room again? And I think that was the thing when he said that, that was a very dynamic shift in my life because I was already feeling like I had felt my son and for him to be old enough now at this point to be like, you know, mom, I want to have my own, you know, but but don't don't get me wrong. The whole time I was going through what I was going through, my son was literally my rock. He was encouraging me. He was telling me, mommy, you know, you're super mommy and you have superpowers and you're powerful. It took for my son to speak life into me for me to be able to know that, you know what, I got this. And I don't want to get emotional on this podcast, but my baby, my baby boy has been through it all with me. And I used to be so ashamed. I remember before I got pregnant with him, I was in foster care. And that right there was probably a very, um, 
a very, very, very detrimental point in my life because I had been through some things. I had seen some things at 15 that probably a 15 year old shouldn't see or go through. And so being in foster care uh, really did something to me. You know, it, it had gave me that boost that I wanted to help people. I think it was at that point in time that I was going through that where I was like, okay, I want to help people that are like me because, you know, when you're in foster care, they have you take these classes and you have to go to court and you're, you know, you talk to these different case managers. And so you, you just, you see so much, you deal with so much. And so um, at 15, I was just kind of taking it all in. That was a very scary moment of my life. Um, and I was doing counseling. I was doing anger management counseling. I was doing therapy. Uh, I am an advocate for therapy, and that is why I probably done therapy the last 10 years of my life. Um, you know, just because I believe that mental health is everything. And if you are not 100% mentally, then everything else is not going to follow suit. I'm telling you, things will fall apart until you get yourself together. And so, you know, being 15 and entering into therapy for the first time, um, it was just very detrimental for me. And it was very, you know, it was very moving. And I was like, I know I want to help people. And it was at that point in time that I knew that I wanted to write a book, um, you know, indicating that I wanted to share my story. I, I want to share my story and what I've been through and, and how I had to build myself up from the ground up because when, when I didn't have anybody else there, and this is before a kid, you know what I mean? I remember sitting in the room of my foster parents' house, um, just sitting there quiet for hours and hours and hours. And I remember my foster mother would come in and she'd be like, you know, you never talk. And I know that that can be hard to believe or imagine just because I talk so much, you know, destiny speaks. I mean, I've always been a talker, but in that time of my life, I was very, very quiet um, because I was just trying to make sense of everything. And I really wanted to know, Destiny, what direction is your life going in? Are you going to end up going down this road that leads to strife and neglect and pain and sorrow, melancholy? Or are you going to go down this road that even though it's less traveled, you're going to reap so many benefits? Well, of course, when I got pregnant with my son a year, really, it was almost a year after I had been out of foster care that I got pregnant with my son. So when I got pregnant with my son, of course, I'm like, OK, now I'm a failure. You know what I mean? And then when you have people in your ear that, you know, are supposed to be loving you and are supposed to be, you know, I, I mean, I know that can be a disappointing moment for a child to become pregnant. But hearing things like you're stupid, hearing things about you could have done so much better, hearing things like you're going to fail, hearing things like you're never going to amount to anything because now you had this baby and now you got to put your life on hold for this baby. Y'all, that really did something to me. And I believe that. You know, and, and I was getting it from all angles, friends, family, school. Um, you know, I ended up graduating high school early and then I ended up graduating from college within a year. I was 19 years old when I graduated college. When I had my son, I was on half a days because I had already gained all my credits. And so, you know, I felt like in that moment I needed to go hard. So I did everything that I could, y'all, to go as hard as I possibly could. So that way my son would not have to be another statistic. He would not be another black boy born to a teen mother in ending up in a jail cell or dead because he, he ran to the streets, you know. And so 
even though I had some stumbling blocks along the way, they all made me who I am today. I was in abusive relationships where I was getting the crap beat out of me and I couldn't even bring myself to tell my own family. I was being lied to. I was being cheated on. I was being talked about. I've had friends who, when I even started my women's group, decided to just pack up and leave. You know what I mean? And, you know, and I couldn't understand where did I go wrong as a friend? What did I do? I found myself spending a lot of nights crying, y'all. A lot of nights crying, a lot of nights beating myself up, a lot of nights just really downing myself because I felt like a failure on all levels of my life. But you guys, I'm able to get onto this microphone and tell you that no matter how hard it ever got, I never stopped. And I always make sure that wherever I go, if I'm asked, I'm going to boldly and proudly share my story because without those stumbling blocks, without those things that try to block me from my destiny, I would not be where I am today. And and let me do... Let me back up a little bit, too, because I feel like when people become successful or, you know, they want to become successful, they have this idea that their success story has to be a horrible story. Everybody doesn't go through hardships to become successful. Your story may not be that you grew up in a single parent household or that you were in foster care or that your grandparents had to raise you or that you had to live out of a car, that you got pregnant early or that you were in abusive relationships. You know, it doesn't have to be that way. Some of us were born with a silver spoon on a platter. And guess what? There's nothing wrong with that. You should not feel ashamed that you had a good childhood. You should not feel ashamed that you, you know, were blessed with amazing parents, an amazing support system. You can tell your story. You, It doesn't have to be this dull story of woe is me. I went through this. No, it could be that, hey, look, I may not know what it's like to grow up in a no parent household a one parent household, a foster care system. But, hey, I do know what it's like to grow up in a household where I was loved in a household where. My father may not have been there, but, you know, my stepdad stepped in and I had a beautiful childhood and I had a beautiful upbringing. I had a beautiful way of life. There's nothing wrong with that. You guys, you can be successful with a blessed success story. Nothing wrong with it. So I don't want you to think by listening to this and you're, you know, kind of teetering and tottering over. Well, I'm not going to be that interesting because I don't have a sob story or I may not be that successful or maybe people aren't going to want to support me because I don't have a sob story. Please don't think that way. You do not have to have a sob story just to be considered successful. You do not. So whatever your story is, I'm telling y'all own it, own it. There are so many people, you guys, that could be, you know, that could really be brought to the light just based off of you sharing your experiences. You never know what somebody is going through. You never know what somebody is enduring. So when you open up your mouth to be that living witness, to be that example of, hey, look, I did this. I went through this, but I made it out. You don't know who you're helping. You don't know who you're inspiring. I live by the motto of uplift, inspire and empower. I'm telling you, because I want to be able to use my life story to uplift the next. I want to use my life story to inspire the next. I want to use my life story to empower you to get out there and to get it. To get out there and do it the best that you know how to do it and to get out there and to be the best that you can be. To be a newer version of yourself, to be a better version of yourself, to do away with the old and to welcome in the new. That's why I speak. 
That's why I talk the way that I talk. That's why I move the way that I move, because I want to uplift and I want to inspire and I want to empower. You know, we all go through things, you guys. We all go through things. And, you know, y'all know I'm a church girl. So I always say that my story is for God's glory. Your story is for God's glory. And I know that I have people from all walks of life that listen to this podcast. So whether you believe in a higher power or not, baby, your story is going to help millions and trillions and billions of people that you you don't even know like for instance earlier this week if you follow me on social media y'all it blows my mind that people across the world across the country are listening to my podcast the fact that I have a hundred percent of people in the Netherlands listening to my podcast that right there did something to me Because I said, you know what, I got something to say. And the fact that people are really listening to what I have to say and applying it to their life and using it to help them fuel past everything that was meant to block them, to destroy them. Y'all, that does something to me. It does something to me. It does something for me. Because at the end of the day, you never know who you could be helping. I'm sitting here in little old Indianapolis, Indiana, and somebody in the Netherlands is listening to my voice and getting inspired off of what I have to say. And that could be you. Do not ever feel ashamed about what it is that you're going through, what you've gone through, because I'm a firm believer that everything happens for a reason. And we are taken through these seasons of life, not for ourselves, y'all. It's not just for us, but it's to help the next person. You could be going through domestic violence And then you find yourself a couple years later down the road. Okay, now I'm healed. I want to share my story. And then you end up sharing your story. And now you got 20, 30, 40 young girls coming up to you inspired because they thought that they might have been the only ones dealing with that mental strife of being abused. Your story may help somebody leave their situation. Your story might help that young girl or that young man that's sitting there contemplating on taking their life. And then they hear you open up your mouth and share your story. And now they're empowered to live life. Your story might help that couple that's on the verge of breaking up and you and your spouse and you're married and you guys have gone through hell and high water and you open up your mouths and you're able to share your story. You just saved a couple. From from being on the brink of breakup, from being on the brink of divorce, if they're married, you get what I'm saying? You never know what your story can do for the next person. Y'all, we all go through things. We all battle our own demons. We all deal with our own situations. But really, to be honest with you, there is nothing new under the sun. We're all my path may may be different than your path. Your path may be different from my path. But at the end of the day, we should all have a common goal to help one another. If you keep it to yourself, really, at the end of the day, you're still in bondage. You're being bound by a situation that you should have been delivered from. Never be ashamed about what you've gone through. Never be ashamed about having a blessed life. Never be ashamed. Whatever your story is, tell it. Whether you got to shout it from the rooftop and a blowhorn, whatever, however, post it on social media, do a video, whatever. Share your story. Because I'm telling you, it is so many people out there that are waiting on that. You have a whole world just waiting on you to open up your mouth and to be real, raw, and uncut.
That's that's another problem. We're always sugarcoating things. We're always beating around the bush. But when are we going to step up as a generation and be honest and be real with ourselves about what we have endured? Be real with ourselves and with other people about what we've gone through and how we handled it and how we embodied it and how we are. Because nobody ever wants to share the struggle. Everybody wants to share the highs, but never the lows. Share your lows. Because if it wasn't for the lows, you wouldn't be able to experience the highs. So whatever season you are at in your life, embody that thing and don't let anything or anybody tell you any different to keep you from your destiny. You have to be so determined, y'all, to want better that nothing or no one can shut you up or can stop you from getting to the finish line. We are all in this together. So when you're able to tell your story and to be completely transparent and to be bold, that's what people are looking for. I feel like we've already gone through so much fake stuff. We've already heard all of the, you know, the, the it, just we've already heard it. You know what I mean? We got enough people in the world that are sugarcoating. We got enough people in the world that's trying to cover up some things and hide things and not give us the full details. When are we going to be that generation that stands up and that is proud to say, hey, look, I went through this, but it didn't keep me bound. Because at the end of the day, this too shall pass. So even if you are still going through your trial and error season, even if you are still going through that season where, hey, look, I may not be where I want to be at this point and I'm struggling, but I know I'm going to get there. I'm telling you, embody the struggle. Don't be ashamed of your struggle. Don't be embarrassed by your struggle. Embody it. Step into it. Feel because you're allowed to feel you're a human. That's natural. You have emotions. Feel that thing. And then I want you to take some time to figure out, okay, what's the next steps of making sure that I can get up out of this? Because there's somebody depending on you. Somebody needs you to fulfill your destiny to get to that destination. Somebody is waiting on you to overcome every obstacle that was put in your place to keep you stagnant. Somebody needs that. And so if you don't get anything else from this podcast segment, you guys, I need you to tell your story. I need you to open up your mouth and I need you to not be ashamed for what you have gone through because it was only you that could handle it. And they're waiting. People are waiting to hear your side of things. People are waiting to get that inspiration. People are waiting to see like, oh, my goodness, if he or she could have did it, I know I could do it. I know I could get through it. I know I can make it because they did. So be that light at the end of the tunnel for the next, because that's what it's all about, y'all. So I really, really hope that you guys enjoyed this episode. And I really, I really, really hope that you take something from it. Um, I don't usually do this, but I love, love, love to connect with you guys. So if you guys are not following me on social media, please follow me on Instagram at destiny underscore speaks XOXO. And then follow me on Twitter at destiny underscore speaks. And then also I want to connect with you guys on Facebook, which that is Destiny Gillespie. When you look at these notes um, or the details of this podcast, you will be able to find my social media accounts. So please connect with me. Let me know how you feel. Let me know how my episodes are helping you, how this podcast is helping you. I really want to hear from you. So until next time, y'all. Bye.